From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Monday, February 7th, 2022. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. There are still people in southern Ohio without power stemming from last week's winter storms, ONN's Dave James reports. At the peak on Friday morning, about 85,000 customers across more than 20 counties were in the dark. This morning, that number is about 6,700, according to poweroutage.us. Hocking County, which includes the Logan and Nelsonville areas, continues to be the most impacted with about 3,600 outages. There are nearly 1,000 more in neighboring Perry County. Others with several hundred outages are Belmont, Monroe, Morgan, and Ross. Dave James, I went in news. People are still being impacted significantly by last week's storms in East Central Ohio as well. Meteorologist Mackenzie Bart has more from the Zanesville area. The continuous rain, sleet, and freezing rain allowed for parts of the Muskingum River to flood and back up with ice. Jeff Hardwick and his family were told to evacuate last week when rising water and ice started to close off their road and brush against their porch. Yeah, we got our stuff and we were kind of anticipating it and just took some clothes and sundry items with us. And it's a good thing we did because within two hours, we wouldn't have been able to get out. Days later, 50 to 60 residents are still blocked from their homes. I'm Mackenzie Bart. First responders are sounding the alarm after 18 people were rescued on an ice floe off of Catawba Island in Lake Erie yesterday. Amy Steigerwald reports. Make sure if you are going out that you have some sort of flotation device with you. Additionally, having flares and whistles so you can attract the attention of emergency crews. Make sure you have ice picks, which are essentially little sticks with nails on the ends of them that will stick onto the ice and allow you to pull yourself out of the water. People have a false sense of security just because it is so cold out. But with the sun beating down, that can change very quickly. Amy Steigerwald reporting in Mommy. More than 900,000 Americans have died from complications due to COVID-19 since the pandemic started. Here's Angela Ann. It took less than two months for COVID-19-related deaths in the U.S. to jump from 800,000 to 900,000. But now the Omicron variant is showing signs of receding, with new daily cases dropping by nearly half a million since mid-January. According to Johns Hopkins University, every state is seeing a decline in new daily case numbers. The number of Ohioans in the hospital with COVID-19 is now about 3,100, and that is down from a high of 6,700 last month. Angela Ann, ONN News. Ohio lawmakers have until this Sunday to redraw a congressional map that adheres to voter-approved language to curb partisan gerrymandering. The Cincinnati Inquirer reports that Republican and Democratic leaders are already indicating they do not expect to pass a map that will appease voter rights groups and legislators from both parties. If this is the case, lawmakers will once again hand the line-drawing power to the Ohio Redistricting Commission, a group that has yet to approve a map that both sides agree on. The Ohio Supreme Court previously rejected the legislature's first map, which could have given the GOP a 12-3 to advantage in the state. Officials now believe they know what caused several guests at a central Ohio hotel to be sent to the hospital last month. Eric Brown has more. Authorities say a blocked fresh air intake at a hotel pool equipment room in Marysville may have been to blame for a carbon monoxide buildup that sent more than a dozen people to hospital. A state fire marshal's office report cited a plastic bag found over the intake at the Hampton Inn during an inspection two days after the January 29th emergency. The report adds that a carbon monoxide detector wasn't functioning. 
Hotel officials tell the Columbus Dispatch they are cooperating with the investigation. Eric Brown, ONN News. In Northeast Ohio, police in Lorraine are investigating two separate homicides that happened on Saturday. Angela Ann reports. A 38-year-old man was found dead in a street after a shooting in the morning. A few hours later, two people, a 41-year-old woman and 34-year-old man, were found dead in a home after police performed a welfare check. Officials say they are not currently seeking a suspect in that second case, and no arrests have been made in the first. Angela Ann, ONN News. The victims have since been identified as 38-year-old Robert Gonzalez, 41-year-old Marlena Taylor, and 34-year-old Jeffrey Moore. The tight labor market is hitting nearly all industries, but Ohio prisons officials say that it's even worse behind bars. The Columbus Dispatch reports that dangerous conditions, the global pandemic, and opportunities elsewhere mean Ohio's prisons are struggling to hang on to workers and recruit new ones. The Ohio Department of Rehabilitation and Correction reports that one in seven guard positions across Ohio is vacant, and nearly one in five nurse jobs are empty. Current and former prison employees tell the dispatch that warehouse jobs, such as those offered by Amazon, offer competitive pay, better hours, and safer conditions. Officials confirm a minor earthquake in northeastern Ohio late last week. Eric Brown has the details. It was minor on the Richter scale, but residents in Lake County reported feeling yet another earthquake late Friday afternoon. The United States Geological Survey confirms the 2.4 magnitude quake happened a little after 4 p.m. up the shores of Lake Erie near East Lake in Willoughby. It's the seventh such quake in the area already this year, and it was the second in three days. The quake itself was about two miles offshore and three miles deep. More than a dozen calls came in that spoke about the weak shaking, but no damage was reported. Eric Brown, ONN News. And quarterback Joe Burrow and his Cincinnati Bengal teammates are practicing indoors as they prepare for the Super Bowl. Adam King has the story. Inside, the Bengals still preparing at the University of Cincinnati and try to help their star quarterback get ready for what it's going to feel like in California. I played well in these kind of moments, and I think it's just because all of these moments come towards the end of the year. You know, I feel like I get better as the year progresses just because you have more reps, more film under your belt. You know, corrected all the mistakes that you've made and throughout the entire year, and I'm, I'm good at recalling that kind of stuff. And so when you get to the end of the year, you just have all those reps banked, and, and you just keep getting better and better. The Bengals play the L.A. Rams in Los Angeles on Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.